Good evening. This is Bina. And I'm Sabby. And we're here from the Women, Wisdom, and Wine show. We're sharing our second episode with you. And tonight I want to read um, some of this article to you. Cincinnati City Council voted 7 to 1 Wednesday to make it illegal to discriminate against people with natural hair. Cincinnati is the second city in the country after New York City to pass such a law. At the state level, California and New York have this law and Kentucky is considering it. And this is important to me because my hair is natural. Yeah, Dina has natural and so are her children and grandchildren. So we're going to talk tonight very briefly about some of um, the discriminations we've experienced, um, some of the um, just things that we've encountered in our personal lives because of our natural hair. And um, so, Bina, tell me about one of your experiences. Okay. Um, one of my experiences is start with my husband. He didn't like natural hair. He mm. preferred a perm. And I would say to him, you mean to tell me that the hair that God gave me that come out of my scalp, you don't like, or you don't like the way it look? Mm. And he would say, well, I just like your hair straight. <laughs> That's interesting because I was sitting in Bible study last night. And this man was telling the Bible study class, and his wife was sitting right beside him. He said, I don't like that natural stuff. I don't, you know, you won't, you should have been natural before I married you. You know, and so I thought, hmm, okay. So I explained to him why I decided to go natural because when I go to get my hair relaxed, the stylist that does my hair, she puts on rubber gloves. She puts um, petroleum jelly or some kind of oil or something in your scalp mm -hmm. trying to help protect it. Yes. Okay, so why would I put something that they need to be protected against, my skin needs to be protected against, why would I put that on my hair? That's a good question. Simply, when you think about, like you're saying, your head have all those pores mm -hmm. in your head. And that's one of the second places, because your feet is the first, that when you put anything on, it immediately absorbs mm. through your bloodstream. Mm. So you're right, and you, and you talk about um, how dangerous it is to have all those chemicals going right straight to your brain, girl. Mm -hmm. Well, that I, you know, that was my initial thought was, man, my head is the close, my scalp is the closest thing to my brain, you know, and my scalp used to itch so bad, and I used to scratch sores in my hair when I had a relaxer. The first time I went natural, about fifteen years ago. After I went natural, my scalp has never 
been irritated. It doesn't itch the way that it does. And, and my hair was just healthier. It didn't shed. It didn't break off. But society looks at you differently. I was working at this company that makes equipment. And when I would go in days and I have my afro just out, people would drop their head, not make eye contact with me, and not speak. But it, the next week or later, when I went in with a, a straighter style, they approached me. Hey, good morning. Had conversations with me. So I thought it was really kind of weird. So I asked one of my white friends, a dear point friend of mine, I was like, oh, you know, what gives? What What is it that you see when you see an afro on my head? And he said that, you know, it, it to him, it was a symbol of rebellion. Um, he talked about the 60s and, you know, um, militant was the word that he used. So that's how he, as a white male, looked at my afro. You know, that was why he saw the militant you know, it took him back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can I can understand that Be- because um, bring it closer to home. You know, just like what I said about my husband. They, our own, cannot deal with uh, our hair. They they think that it's uh, derogatory, or they think that it's nappy. And like I said, they don't see it as something that God has given given us and something that comes up out of our scalp. And my question to my husband at that time, well, when your hair grows out of your scalp, you don't do anything to it. Mm-hmm. So why should I have to go and have, get a perm? It, it, it just doesn't make sense. And then you perpetuate it, you know, by getting perms. And what I did was um, because of it was such a, um, I would say, I wouldn't have challenged. When I had children, I had two girls to maintain their hair. And they had real long, thick hair. And so after they got about seven years old, what was the, what did I do? The first thing I did was went and put a, put a uh, relaxer in their hair. And then start trying to deal with that, train their hair. And then like, like my sister was saying, over a period of some years, maybe five or six years, their hair texture started to change. Their, their hair um, strands on their head started to get thinner. Their color started to change. And I said, you know what? I just need to just buckle down and, and find out what I need to do to take care of my children's hair so that they won't have to wind up being bald or having what alopecia by the time they get 35 years old uh, from putting all these chemicals in their hair. And so now, you know, like I said, we're a chemical-free family. You know, we don't have uh, uh, perms in our hair. You know, my daughters don't have perms in their hair. My two granddaughters don't have perms in their hair. Your daughter don't have perms in, in her hair. And so, you know... It's like an evolution for us now, you know. And if, if we, I've talked about uh, going back and did slip back and put a perm in my hair because I got, like, tired of trying to deal with it 
and at the point at the time there were not a lot of products on the market for for natural hair mm-hmm. to make it easier to to maintain. Mm-hmm. And my daughters would say, "You you done trained us to have natural hair. Now you talking about going back? You don't need to do that. You know it's all these carcinogens and that's in all these these chemicals that you put in your hair. You know you just need to leave it alone. So it's um." Something that we we constantly struggle with, but you know we need to stay the course, and just um, do our hair. And there are so many different types of styles that we can use now that we didn't know other than having uh, cornrows or braids or dreadlocks. There's so many other things that we can do with our hair, but the main thing is we have to learn. To believe that we are beautiful with our natural hair. No matter what somebody say or what somebody does, we gotta we gotta learn that. And we have to overcome um when you're on the job, you know, professionally, because I, you know, like you like you said on your job, I was um horrified when when I found out that people were making a difference of me because I had natural hair. I'm talking about all people on the job. So I did, what I did is I covered mine up with a wig. Mm-hmm. And um, because I felt like I wouldn't get promoted if I didn't do, you know, cover my hair up. And so once I did that, it made a difference in my, my um, career. Mm-hmm. It's sad to say, but it did. Yeah, I remember back in um, 07 when I had gotten my job um, three the, hours from here. In the Piedmont? Um, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, um, I could sense that people were talking and, um, their personalities were different towards me when I took my wig off. <laughs> Cause, um, when I interviewed, my hair was different. So, um, and the controller happened to be an African-American male, and I felt close enough to him. I went to him, and I said, "Um, is there a problem with my hair? I mean, do I need to do something different with it or something? And he said, no, your hair's fine. It's not a problem. It's not a problem, Um, you know, because I'm concerned you have that, what is it, 30, 60 days, period where they can get rid of you for 90 days mm-hmm. so he said no your hair's fine um but later that evening when i got home i had a text message from him saying he thought that it would be best if i styled my hair another way um and so i did um, I actually, I relaxed it um, at that time because, you know, I had mood, I, I was under some stress and, you know, I, I didn't need to be dealing with how people were perceiving you. Yes, mm-hmm. on the job. You know, I needed to make some money. And a lot of people say, oh, you should have done this, you should have done that. You know, who wants to... <sighs> I I I'm not gonna put my energy into suing somebody not at that time for 
you know, their ignorance. You know, I made the adjustment. Now, I would not make the adjustment and I will fight <laughs> if anyone else mm-hmm. tried to make me wear my hair a different right. way because right. it's healthier. I enjoy it. I can wear it curly, kinky. I can make it look straight as if it's got a relaxer in it. So I love the versatility of my hair. And um, I just encourage anybody out there that's doing relaxers, research it. Um, Check out those chemicals, man, you know, because there was a finding about all the um the, 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 those and illegal ke- chemicals that should not be used in it so just do your research if you're gonna do a relaxer try and find one that's natural if if there's such a thing but um i just wanted to share that with you tonight after you know but Either way, yes. we're going to look at it as a win, you a know, because a win-win. They are talking about natural hair, our hair on national Syndicated TV. TV shows. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a win. It's a win. So, um, hey, let's rock that hair. All right. You know, so um, we thank you for listening to us tonight and our... Um, tasting as you know this is the women wisdom and wine show so we are gonna sample tonight and um bellini you know because i'm doing the alphabets last week we um sampled a sweet apple wine tonight we're gonna do bellini um not a full wine you know because it's spiked or mixed you know but we like it yes so this Bellini is made with um the main ingredients is peaches. Yes. So um let's taste it and see how it tastes. Mm. Mm. Ooh, I love it. I mean it has a uh, fizzy, sparkly taste and a hint of peach. Uh, oh, and uh, I can even taste a little lemon in it. And it is really, really good and light. Um, I like it. Yes. Um, this is Bellini. Yep. It would be nice for when you invite your girls over or your, your um, team from work over for brunch. Mm-hmm. This would be the ideal thing to use to serve them. And, you know, another thing that I like about this wine is because I, I, I don't really like um, a stronger wine, you know, a wine that has more alcohol in it. I like a wine that almost tastes like a juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and this, this and this is, does. Mm-hmm. But it has just like uh, my sister said, it has that peach and lemon taste mm-hmm. and water combination. Mm-hmm. Sweet and then sour, but it 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 just really um tastes good on your palate. Yes, and so we. I give it a thumbs up. So do I. So, hey, this Bellini gets two thumbs up. And like I said, if there are any wine companies out there that would like to send us some wine and we can sample it and give a review on the Women, Wisdom, and Wine show, we will be 